I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Who do you think dominates the Indian fast food scene currently? I'll give you a hint. This food chain sells pizza at a forty-nine rupees price point. Now, does that ring a bell? Yes, I'm talking about Domino's. So, to combat the huge wave of inflation, Domino's is now selling its cheapest pizza in India, which is its most successful market after the USA. The brand boasts a market share of about twelve point five percent, which puts it at the top of fast food businesses in the country. But as a Reuters report stated. In a price conscious market like India it is important to retain certain price points to maintain popularity the 49 rupees pizza in question which domino started selling in february of this year is an attempt at addressing this very challenge this pizza is a very basic version of its 7 inch cheese pizza topped with a simple sprinkle of parsley and basil making it the most affordable domino's pizza globally we are sure there will be no tomatoes besides that Samir Khetrapal, the CEO of Jubilant Food Works, the company that owns Domino's franchise in India, wants to quote on quote own the price point, so the pizza chain doesn't lose existing customers and stay ahead in the game. And the company is going all in on this. Khetrapal also highlights that to cut costs, the company has decided to remove the lids from the pizza boxes used for serving inside its physical stores. This change saves them about zero point six cents per piece. By doing this, it is apparently saving a lot on packaging costs, especially since thirty-seven percent of Domino's's business in India comes from dine-in orders. And it's not just Domino's facing this challenge, though. Nearly all of India's major fast food brands are feeling the impact of inflation and are trying to cope with this rising food prices. For instance, Pizza Hut is offering its cheapest pizza globally, the Flavor Fun, at just rupees seventy-nine. and mcdonald's on the other hand has been selling half price meals since june and inflation has not only driven up prices for tomatoes and other staple vegetables as we had highlighted in our 10th july episode but it has also affected cheese prices and you know how important cheese can be for fast food business reportedly cheese prices have increased by 40% so don't be surprised if mcdonald's dominos or any other food chain decides to ditch cheese slices in their dishes Well, clearly, fast food brands in India are not having a great time. But still, pizzas at just rupees forty-nine. Now that's a steal. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Manaswini, and this is the deep dive for twenty-first July, twenty twenty-three. Pretty sure most of us have done those things at some point, you know, using that once thriving hyperlocal delivery app called Dunzo. But currently, it is facing a severe financial crunch. As per an Economic Times report, Dunzo CEO Kabir Biswas has been briefing staff to save cash in a bid to keep the wheels turning. Another report at Money Control revealed Dunzo's chief technology officer Mukund Jha claiming that the company's runway is a mere eighteen months. 
and while they've got 40 million dollars stashed away in the bank account tanzo can't touch it due to some debt obligations but how did it even get to this point well danzo's present fate can partly be credited to its quick e-commerce business which it could not really crack it expanded its network of so-called dark stores which came at a huge cost even earlier it was reported that danzo was shutting down its dark stores to curb expenses so all of this explains why danzo is now exploring ways to slash operational costs by 30 to 40% and as it often happens with cash strapped companies employees are going to take the first bullet backed by reliance retail and google danzo has already laid off 400 employees this year another round of layoff is in the pipelines which will reportedly affect 20% of the company's workforce which means around 200 people will be losing their jobs and mind you this is in addition to delays in salaries as per the economic times july's pay won't be hitting employees bank accounts until early september while some of them received only partial salaries in june the morning context also reported that employees have not been able to file tax returns as the startup has seemingly not transferred tds to the income tax department since late last year unsurprisingly all of this has stirred anxiety among the workforce some of them even planning to leave akansha kumari danzo's head of product is the first prominent figure reportedly jumping ship in the meantime danzo has been receiving multiple late payment notices from various vendors according to a report in the morning context as stated in the business publication yesterday and i quote the latest seems to be google india which in a notice dated 18 july issued a final demand for google ads payments totaling a few crores of rupees along with interest for late payments end quote tmc further highlights that this is a little ironic given that google is one of danzo's earliest and largest investors a company spokesperson however denied receiving any notice from google anyway in these dire straits Danzo is urgently seeking to raise funds. The Economic Times reported that Biswas was in Mumbai meeting Danzo's existing investors. So now the company is counting on Reliance Retail, which owns more than a quarter of the company, to raise another 20 million dollars. However, as we highlighted in our daily newsletter, which lands in your inbox every morning at 8 a.m., India's largest company doesn't have the best track record with its deals. After Google budget smartphones, WhatsApp Pay and Just Dial, Reliance Industries partnership with Danzo might also flounder. The Morning Context had earlier quoted a person in the know saying that Danzo is a no man's land at Reliance, which means that nobody at Reliance is paying much attention to Danzo at the moment. But this goes with Reliance's strategy. TMC had reported that Reliance's main purpose of investing in such startups is to gather market insights. integrate their services into its ecosystem and gauge the response this suggests that as we wrote in our newsletter that reliance might just wait for danzo to run out of gas completely before acquiring it until its fate becomes clear for the time being danzo is again rethinking its business model as tmc noted and i'm reading it out danzo moved from being a do anything service to a deliver anything service and now to an instant grocery delivery app danzo has now shifted its focus on its b2b vertical which brings in 30% of its revenue 
leaving its consumer business Dunzo Daily to quote-unquote grow organically from here on. Which means Dunzo is transitioning from quick commerce to hyper-local delivery yet again. And before we sign up for the week, here is our third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. Let's face it guys, tattoos and vacations go hand in hand. I'm sure many of us have gotten ink during our trips to Goa, Bali or Vietnam or at least have thought about it. In fact, my best friend and I got matching tattoos on our first trip to Goa. I mean, isn't it like the ultimate souvenir? But now, Gen Z and millennials are rewriting the vacation playbook. So according to the Wall Street Journal, there's a hot new trend called tattooism where people plan vacations around getting inked by renowned artists. Places like Auckland, Thailand, Tokyo and New York have attracted travellers from across the globe. Even hotels and cruise lines are hopping on board. For example, Moxie Hotels teamed up with celebrity tattoo artist John Boy for an exclusive residency, while Virgin Voyages offers a curated tattoo shop on board. So yeah, tattoo tourism is the new trend. And I'm all for it. I mean, who wouldn't want to go on a Tokyo trip and come back with a badass handcuffed tattoo? Sounds like a plan to me. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Anup and Sneha, edited by Dinesh Narayanan, produced by me, Manaswini, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. 